Well, this is awesome. One of the, that song, guys, was amazing. I was thinking, man, like, one of the first things I was thinking about saying was this, the atmosphere in here is just off the charts. It's amazing. Just, you, I can sense just the presence of the Lord and really just the, 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 how pleased He is. Just with this, this church with pastors Mark and Brenda. And it's just like, it's a day of celebration, and it really, it really, you can, it's tangible. I can sense the celebratory feeling, if you will. It's amazing. Um, so I'm just, I'm just honored to be able to be here. Um, I, I'm thankful that we get to share a little bit, and, and I was thinking about it, you know, 40 years uh, if I ever think about how long my parents have been, have been pastoring this church, I'm like, well, how old am I? Okay, 40, great. But it's, it's amazing, like doing anything for 40 years is a feat. I mean, I, mean, I know I'm, I've just turned 40 not long ago, but pastoring a church, having, you know, highs and lows, ups and downs, it's, it's no small thing, you know. So I just want to say publicly to my parents and to the staff, too, Thank you for all that you have done and all that you will continue to do. So, anyway, it's an amazing thing. So I just wanted to take a few minutes today and just kind of, when I was preparing for today, you know, I was, me and Esther were talking the other day, last night, whenever that was, and I was, (laughs) and I was thinking, this is more of like, yes, I have notes and things like that, but it's, it's more of like just kind of a, a day to kind of just give glory to God and testify of just the wonderful things that he's done to me or through me, through my parents, and really just to give him thanks and just remember and recall the wonderful things. 40 years. Raise your hand if you guys have been in here for the past, have you been in here longer than, say, 10 years or, or remember this church? Longer than 20 years. Longer than 30. Wow. So, Hey, Andy, what's up? <laughs> Shout out to Andy. <laughs> but it's amazing. I mean, I don't know. So one thing I wanted to uh, talk about was when having a celebration, think, celebration like this and thinking about God's gifts to us, one thing we want to do is to remember, recall, and to never forget what the Lord has done. So I want to look at uh, Hebrews 13 and 7. I'm going to look at it in two different, trans- two different translations. Excuse me. First, we'll look at the New Living Translation. And I know screens. I didn't give you a heads up, so it's cool. But Hebrews 13:7 and New Living says, Remember your leaders who taught you the word of God. Think of all the good that has come from their lives and follow the example of their faith. And I'm going to look at the same scripture in the Passion Translation. This says, Don't forget the example of your spiritual leaders who have spoken God's message to you. Take a close look at how their lives ended and then follow their their walk of faith. The two things that stuck out to me when I read these in these different translations was remember and don't forget. And me thinking about today... I am not going to... There's things that I have got from this church, from this ministry, from my, more importantly, or just as importantly, from my mom and dad that I am not going to forget, that I'm going to 
remember, and that will be with me forever. And I, I think it's important for all of us, because it's, I think we, sometimes it's too easily, too easy to forget. You know, we just go about our lives, we go to, we go to, we go to work, we go to church, shower, rinse, repeat, all that <laughs> stuff, you know, whatever that means. But I want all of us just to make, it's a decision, really, for us to remember and not forget the wonderful things the Lord has done for us. And specifically today, the wonderful things that the Lord has done through Pastors Mark and Brenda, or in my case, my parents. And I want to just share a few things, the things that, things that I won't forget, ever, that will stay with me. So, when I personally think about this, things that I can recall, remember, things that I won't forget, this church and at home, this is where, these are things that are really important, where I learned how to live and walk by faith. And I tell you what, that is something that means more than all the money in the world. If, if not for my parents, I don't know if I would know how to walk by faith. And not saying I've arrived, I definitely haven't. But I know a little bit. I know a little bit how to walk in faith. There's been numerous times where, where Eden has been sick, or Esther has been, you know, have, dealing with symptoms. But the Lord's helped help me. We can talk. We can speak to those things. We can speak. Not 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 today, Satan. <laughs> symptoms go get off the, get off their bodies. Or if there's financial difficulties, being like Lord, I know that you are my source. I know we have this amount of uh, this. We need such and such amount of money. We only have this amount. But Lord, you're faithful. Amen. Living and walking by faith. Okay. Glory to God. I mean, hallelujah. hallelujah. Another thing that I learned that I won't ever forget, that I'm consciously will remember, is that this is a place here and at home where I learned how to love God and have a relationship for myself. Amen. You know, um, I believe my dad mentioned earlier that we work in the youth, or work uh, at the youth at Faith Life. And one of the biggest things on Mrs. Moore's heart, when, she, um, when we hear from her, she always will remind us, these youth, I, they need to know the Lord for themselves. And sometimes I think we can forget about that. Because like, we, we come to church Wednesday, Sunday, and, but... If we don't know the Lord for ourselves, if we don't have our own prayer lives or our own love for God, it really doesn't, it can only go so far. But my parents taught me and not so much sat me down and like, okay, son, number one, love God. Number two, do this. But really, I learned how to love God and have, oh, sorry, pulpit, and a relationship by their example. There wasn't ever a time where, where I woke up in the morning or, lived with, or when I lived with my parents, I was like, I wonder if they love God today. They didn't have to say it. They, didn't, I, they showed it with their lives. And that, that carried over with me. So I learned how to love God and have a personal relationship with the Lord. And I'm thankful. Because that's, if you don't love the Lord, if I don't love the Lord, living and walking by faith, how does faith work? By love. So... And this one's really uh, valuable to me, too. My parents, this church, this is a place where the, the, where the mercy of God and the faithfulness of the Lord was shown to me many, many times. Pastor Nancy can attest to that. Many times. 
I mean, a lot of you in here probably already know, and I won't go too long with this part, but I mean, I'm 40 years old, but when I was at this church, my mom was, I, my mom was like, she's like, yeah, I was kind of up, down, up, down with my relationship with the Lord, but every time I, I walked away, whether it was for a month or two, or maybe a year or two, <laughs> whatever it is. But every single time, I tell you what, every time I went to these two, yes, they were disappointed, but not once were they like, that's enough. Not once, never. They were, they were I could go on all day about this point. There was, they were always like, well, we love you, you know. And they might have said to each other, well, that sucks what they did, what he did. <laughs> but, you know, my dad has gray hair. They're talking about gray in my beard. I, I might have gave my dad the gray hair. But I tell you what, not one time ever, and this is, this is a characteristic of the Lord, not one time did they, Pastor Nancy, Pastor Tom, those that knew, were like, no, I'm writing you off. And that is invaluable to me. Amen. I mean, thank you, Lord. And so that shows me, I'm not believing for it, but if that shows me if my girl, if Eden, when she turns, when she gets older, if she has a little veering here and there, because of my parents, I'm not going to be like, what? What did you do? You're grounded for three years. Because it's the mercy and the love of God. This, that to me is just one of the, the most important things that the Lord has given me through this church, the staff here, the other people that probably played, prayed for me, George, Miss <laughs> Pam. So... I'm never going to forget that. Never. Thank you, Lord. And another thing I wanted to say in talking about remembering and and, and not forgetting, uh, I believe the Lord just gave me this phrase. The things we value, we don't forget, and we won't forget. You know, uh, it's hard for me to forget my parents because they're my parents. If I forgot them, that would be a problem. But the things I won't forget are the things that they gave me that they showed me not not money necessarily but the love of god the mercy of god and i will never forget because i value them and i want to encourage all of us i know you guys love pastors mark and brenda but let us let all of us value them and don't forget and not let ourselves slide into that like you know not remembering and recalling the wonderful things they've done Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Another thing I wanted to mention was, this is a day of celebration. And in those videos, um, with uh, Brother Moore, Tony, Brother Tony Cook, really, I think some of the things that they were saying is they they were giving honor to my parents. And one of the main reasons that Esther and I are here is not... We are here to spend time with my family, John, Wendy. I don't see them all the time, Liv, uh, Lucy. But really, I think one of the main reasons we're here is to show honor and respect um, to my parents, Amen. Pastors Mark and Brenda. Um, we owe it to them, Esther and I do. As I owe it to them as, a, as their son and really as them being my spiritual, at one point, uh, heads, pastors. So let's look at Romans 13, verse 7. I'll do two different translations. First, I'll read 
uh, the NIV, and then I'll kind of camp on maybe the English Standard Version, but let's do NIV first. Thank you, Lord. This is a good atmosphere. I'm thankful. Romans 13, 7, NIV says, Give, notice that word, give to everyone what you owe them. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If you owe respect, then respect. Or if you owe honor, then honor or give honor. Amen. And now let's look at it, the same verse in the English Standard, English, ESV, excuse me, English Standard Version. Well, if you don't have it, that's okay. It's not a big deal. Not a deal. But this is the ESV. Pay to all what is owed to them. Taxes to whom taxes are owed. Revenue to whom revenue is owed. Respect to whom respect is owed. And honor to whom honor is owed. You know, as living in this country, we, we, well, we're supposed to pay taxes. (laughs) We should pay taxes. No judgment if you haven't. I'm just saying, you know, sometimes stuff comes up, you know, you don't, you don't mean to. I remember years ago, was it Wesley Snipes who years ago kind of fled and went to, uh, anyway, yeah, it's just like, move on. It's true. I'll just say, you know, celebrities and stuff have gotten into trouble before because they owe taxes and then big brother government's like, hey, we owe taxes. I'm going to leave in the country. Anyway, <laughs> but pay to all what is owed to them, taxes, revenue, respect to whom respect is owed, honor to whom honor is owed. And I'm just humbly saying before all of you, before my parents, that I personally owe you respect and honor. So that's why I'm here. <laughs> I'm up here not to... Not to you know, just say a bunch of stuff, but I'm here to pay. Yes. You know, I'm not talking about handing them a bunch of cash and throwing it like, make it rain, you know. But, but just like when I get my electric bill, when we get our electric bill at home and we owe to pay that, that's how I look at this, about owing respect and owing honor to them. It's like if I had it right here, if this bottle was a bunch of honor and, and, and I would owe this to them. It was, I'd be like, Dad, here's your honor. Don't drink it. Back, you know, cooties. <laughs> and, you know, for, for, for your parents in here, too, I want to encourage you that, um, well, I'm not going to go there. Never mind. I'm not going to get into parenting. I'm, my daughter's only seven, so. Oh, honor. You know, I, I look at these verses, and I'm like, those things are stuck out to me. Oh, and honor. So thank you. So mom, dad, thank you. I owe you honor. So here it is. <laughs> Catch. Thank you, Lord. And another thing about honor, I'll read this in God's word. I don't know if you have it. If you don't, it's okay. No biggie. This is First Timothy five seventeen in the uh, God's word translation. And this says, give double honor to spiritual leaders who handle, who, excuse me, who handle their duties well. This is especially true if they work hard at, teachings God, at teaching God's word. Double honor. Um, 
Brother Moore has taught about double honor before, and when Esther and I, before we left, you know, to, to come here on the plane, we were talking about double honor. I was like, babe, I don't really understand double honor. She's like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't pretend to know about double honor like Brother Moore or my parents do. But something I do know about is In-N-Out a little bit. <laughs> In-N-Out Burger. Well, think about it like this. With honor, like a single patty is good, right? But what's better? A double-double. I mean, I wouldn't be my father's son if I didn't mention food at least once, you know? Yeah. So, not only do I owe honor, or want, do I want to give them honor, but I want to give them double honor. Triple. Quadruple. They, uh, they through the Lord, I owe it to them. We owe it to them as gifts from the Lord. Because that's what they are. You know? Gifts. You don't have to turn there, but Ephesians 4, uh, verse 11 says, And he gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ. And in verse 8 of the same um, Ephesians 4, 8 says, Therefore, he says, When he ascended on high, he led captivity captive, and he gave gifts to men. You know, I think about Christmas time. You know, a lot of us, we have a Christmas tree. Um, gifts under it, unless we're Jewish or something. Yeah, I don't know. Hanukkah. But... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, um... Like, you picture, like, a Christmas tree and a bunch of gifts under there. You know, it's, a, it's exciting. Like, when Eden... When we have our little fake tree at home, we have the gifts, and she's, like, so pumped to open those gifts. But a gift... According to this verse, ministry gifts. Pastors Mark and Brenda, Pastor Nancy, Pastor Tom, Pastor Kim, ministry gifts. Amen. Let's remember our ministry gifts. Yes, that's right. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. And one other thing I wanted to mention is really to just testify about the way they trained me, raised me. Um, this is a day of celebration, and this is a day for me to just briefly tell you that they trained me, they taught me in the way I should go, not just by word, but by action. So let's look at Proverbs 22 and verse 6. And I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'm going to le- read three different translations, but I'll start in the King James. Proverbs 22.6. Parents, I'm sure you're um, familiar with this one. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. I wouldn't call myself old yet. I feel older. But being 40, you know, I'm, I'm feeling older. I got gray, as my mom would say, and my beard. But they trained me in the way I should go. And... It says he will not depart from it. You know, I had some, I had some <laughs> times where I semi-departed, or I did depart, or I veered. But, I, but the Lord, through the grace of God, the mercy, and the love of God, of my parents, always came back. And now that I'm on my own, have my own family, my own wife, my own child, 
I see this verse, and when I was preparing for this, I was like, wow. There's so much that's in me that I don't even realize that's there because they train me in the way I should go. Hallelujah. I'm going to look at it at the Passion Translation as well. Oh, this is really good if you have this one. Yeah, that's awesome. Proverbs 22, 6 in the Passion says, <clears throat> excuse me, dedicate your children to God and point. Point them in the way that they should go. And the values they learn from you will be with them for life. And you can leave this one up on the screen. That's fine. I'm going to read another translation. The message says, same verse, point your kids in the right direction. When they're old, they won't be lost. And when I was reading these, the word that stuck out to me, like, you know how when we read the word and it jumps off the page, was, was point. Point them in the way they should go. Yeah, I was thinking about it. There's a difference between pointing and being like, go that way, as opposed to like forcing, dragging someone by the shirt. You know, my parents, yes, I was required to be at church, you know, things like that, which is good. But my parents, they never force fed God to me. They didn't like say, you are going to serve God, whether you like it or not. It was more of like the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit's a gentleman, right? He doesn't speak to us and be like, you are, wake up at 5 a.m. every morning, you're going to read your Bible for three hours before you go to work, or ballets, or wherever. But point the Lord, or point your kids in the way they should go. That's what they did. Amen. I think that if they would have, um, if they would have tried to force me to serve the Lord, I don't know that I would be where I am today. Honestly. I, I might be bitter. Um, I might be hard towards them. I might be hard to the, towards the Lord. I might not have the best picture of how God really is. That's true. Because they pointed me. You know, I, I, when Eden woke up this morning, I was like, do you want to do an object lesson with Daddy? She's like, no. <laughs> well, it's like I said, there's a difference between dragging, dragging your kids by the shirt and being like, you are serving God whether you like it or not. And being like, this is the way to go. It's right there. You can, you can get on it if you, if you want. That's what they did. They pointed me. They trained me. They instructed me. They didn't force me. There were times that they probably wanted to force me. <laughs> but that's the thing about it. You can't. As parents, we can't force our kids to love God. I can't force Eden as much as I would want to. I can't force her to love God. I can't force her to learn about uh, the principles of faith and living and loving God and walking by faith. But what I can do is I can instruct, I can train, and I can point and say it's that way. Right. And when she's older, even if she has some little hiccups, when she's older, she will not depart from it. I like how one of these translations said, the values that you have with them will be with them for life. Amen. The values that they gave me, they're with me forever. And long, I don't really want to think about it. It's kind of sad. But when they die, which is going to be later than sooner. <laughs> no, but really, when they're gone, the things that they taught me will go on. That's right. It's eternal. Exactly right. That's exactly right. That's right. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So let's point our kids in the right direction. Amen. Let's not drag them. Amen. And really at home, so this is something I was thinking about too, 
is um, my parents did and still do. We show, we show our kids, we live it, we be the example, and we set the standard. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. And one last thing I wanted to mention was legacy. Um, you just said it, eternal. Things are eternal. You know, what they have done, pastors Mark and Brenda, how they live their lives and continue to do so has had and will continue to have effect on me, on Esther, John, Lindy, Lucy, our kids, forever. And I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, that's amazing. But then I was thinking about it. But the things that they have done, they're going to be with us. And then when they go on and they move to heaven, they'll be with us. But when Esther and I move on and we go to heaven, they'll be with Eden. When John and Lindy move on, the values that they learn, it'll be with their kids. And then after, if Jesus doesn't come back in the next, you know, years and years, that when Eden and her husband when they go on to heaven, the values that they got from us, that I got from my parents, will be with them, and then their kids, so on and so on, and forever and forever. I think you get the, I get, I think you get the point. This is, ri- I mean, this is, it's an amazing thing. And then I was thinking about the congregation too, because I, the things that all of you have got from pastors Mark and Brenda, the the leadership of the church, if you take heed to them and you and you train up your kids the way they should go, they'll go on too, forever and ever. They'll go on to, to your kids, and then to their kids, and their kids, and then their kids. Thank you, Lord. I'm, I'm thankful. I'm so thankful for the way I was raised. Thank you, Lord, for a legacy. And I was, I was thinking about legacy. I like to, I like to Google things and, and, uh, get definitions and such, but this is, this is one thing that I, that I found about legacy. I was trying to get a definition. What is legacy? Um, so this is just something from my, that I found. What does it mean, and it says, what does it mean to leave a legacy behind? What does it mean to leave a legacy? Think of the people you've heard about but never met. Your great-grandparents, for instance, or a famous person who died centuries before you were, centuries, excuse me, before you were born. Leaving behind a legacy means making an impact that will last long after you die. And also legacy, the legacy of a person, is the richness of the individual's life, including what the person accomplished and the impact he or she had on people and places. A legacy is a lasting impact on the world. It's a gift that is passed down through generations. Legacy, right here, these two. Passed down to me, passed down to our kids, so on and so forth. And that's really, I could go on and on, but those are the main things I wanted to share. That I, yeah. You want me to stay up here with you? Yeah. Okay. Don't you want to? Yeah, I do. I want to be. She's pretty. I want to stay with her. Oh, brother. Good morning. Well, um, I don't want to talk too long, but I just wanted to say thank you. Of course, I'm the late comer to the family. I've been here for 15 years. 14. 
Well, we dated for a year. My bad. Yeah, I know. But um, I feel like they were a missing piece, each of you, in my life. Things that I needed. See, I have jokes. I have lots of jokes. And it's like the Lord said, no, go this way. Um, I just want to read Proverbs chapter 20, verse 6 and 7. It says, most men will proclaim each his own goodness, but who can find a faithful man? The righteous man walks in his integrity and his children are blessed after him. Amen. Most people, if we ask someone, are you faithful? Most people would answer, well, yeah, sure, I'm faithful. But the Bible says most men proclaim their own goodness, but who can find a faithful man? And faithfulness, the proof is in the pudding. It's in 40 years, which to me, yeah. it's just hard to fathom doing something for 40 years. I'm like an excitement driven person. Mm -hmm. I went to a different country every summer growing up, like mission trips and everything. And then, you know, you graduate high school and there's all this hype and then college and hype and marriage and you have well, a Well, marriage is still hype, right? It was hype We're, we're still hype, right? About her hair. Let's be pumped. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Go James. Yeah. He, men, men are very hyped with themselves, I think. <laughs> but, um, since we, we had Eden seven years ago, I'd say that was the last huge, everybody's throwing a party. And now we've been in ministry now for 10 years in youth ministry. And I told the guys we do ministry with the other day, I was like, man, this is, this is hard doing this day after day, week after week. And Josh said, is this the longest you've ever done something? I was like, yes, this is the longest I've ever done anything this 10 years. And looking at 40 years, and what I know what comes with ministry. I mean, sometimes there's major, there's great things, but there's betrayal. There's pain. There's, you lose people. You know, it, it can be very draining. It's not just a nine-to-five job. Oh, congratulations, you worked a job. This is 24 hours a day, seven days a week, yeah. walking through everyone's things with them. Yeah. And they've done it, and they've done it faithfully, and yep. they're strong, and they're mm -hmm. working out, and they're there for us, <laughs> for everything. Yeah, anytime. And it's just, yeah. there's something to be said for faithfulness. Yeah. And um, James mentioned about double honor. Let those who rule well um, be worthy of double honor. And um, every beginning of the year, James and I pray about what we want to do for the, the coming year, what the Lord would have us to do. And I was praying in December, and I wasn't even sure we were going to be here. And the Lord brought you guys on my heart. And I mean, just gratitude for the things that I've gotten from you guys yeah. and um, what Eden well, will have me. because of you. <laughs> Do we need to sit him down? Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know. Um, <laughs> But, you know, you, when you want to honor someone, a lot of times you're waiting till you can do something just extreme and extravagant. Yeah. And the Lord said, it is time to step up and honor them, you and James. So yeah. I brought it to James. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, let me pray about that. And um, two weeks later, Brenda called me in my office. She said, I was just thinking about June. Would you and James be willing to come and share? And I had seen us 
when I was praying, I saw us sharing and, and really ministering something to you. And we just, um, I want to read Galatians 6. It says, let him who is taught in the word share with him who teaches. Um, it says to share. It says to give back some of what you've gotten, not just to take, take, take and run off. Yeah. You know? And so we ha- I know many of you have brought them gifts and offerings that it's awesome and probably some way more than we ever could do. Mm-hmm. But we just felt led to minister yeah. this offering to you. And we love you. And you don't, I mean, you don't have to open it right now, obviously, but it's just, you'll know it's substantial for us Yeah. because we want you to know we love you and we Mm -hmm. value you so heavily. Yeah. Um, if we could put up Luke chapter 17, verse 11, I just want to read one last thing. Version and I, uh, uh, new King James, new King James is fine. Thank you. All right. Um, now it happened as he went to Jerusalem, that as he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee, then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go show yourselves to the priest. And so it was as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, he returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down at his feet and giving him thanks. I just wanted, well, let's read verse 17. So Jesus answered and said, were there not 10 cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God? So I just want to encourage you to be one of the one Mm -hmm. to come back and say thank you. Sometimes you think, well, they're up there. They're getting all the praise and the glory, but you don't see that they just can get discouraged like anybody else. And they don't realize all the time the impact they've had on people's lives, and they want to know. If there's a testimony in your life, is something good that's happened, just come back and say thanks. Amen. And we say thanks. We yes. love you so much. Publicly. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just wanted to say what Esther said, you know. We are, we are one of the ones and will always be one of the ones that will say thank you.